Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn the it happens every night. Every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. Nope. The summer heat never treats me kind. It leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. Sorry. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care. To the hook right here. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Oh. Budget live. Not so live from the low budget live barn grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. Welcome, you bunch of low lifers. Hope everybody's doing well out there. And this is the podcast for Monday. June the 26th, and if I sound like I've been talking way too much, it's because normally I do in life, but I uh, <clears throat> I emceed that old Alabama Bass Trail North Division finale on Wheeler Lake yesterday, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of talking, and <clears throat> boy, I'm a little, I'm a little parched, as they say. Uh, great time, though, man, getting to catch up with old friends. I said that from from the last one I did at Pickwick as well, just it's always awesome to see people I've known for a very long time, and and uh, Kay and her crew do a phenomenal job. It is uh, the most competitive tournament trail around, in my opinion. Just stone cold killers around every corner, 
and uh, it's an honor to get to be a part of it, and and that she thinks enough of me to uh, ask me to fill in for old Robbie Floyd while he's doing other things. So, uh, had a great time. Got to get out on the water in the express and uh, and chase some of the guys around for for live coverage and watch some fish catching going on. And Wheeler showed out, so it was uh, it was it was a good weekend. But I do I do sound a little horse. I do sound a little horse. Uh, some quick housekeeping. If you would like to send gifts. Uh, to my house, I'll, I'll get you my address because this is the last week that I will ever be in my thirties, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the last podcast in my thirties because uh, for next Monday's show, we're, we're, I'm going to take a vacation. We're not going to have a July the third LBL because that is indeed my birthday, and uh, family and I are going out of town. We're going to go to the beach, try to do a little fishing, and uh, and and being vegetables for a couple of days in uh down in florida so not going to record a podcast next week when i get back and it's the holiday right you know it's fourth of july and uh yeah but i'm gonna i don't normally do that but it's but my 40th birthday falls right on a podcast day so i think what i will do and uh and don't hold me to this but this is what i want to do is have a low budget live actually live later that week after the fourth and everything Maybe on like Thursday of that week, and uh, and throw down with the low lifers, a little birthday, a little birthday party with the low lifers. But uh, yeah, man, getting old is dirt, and I feel it. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been doing a lot of work around the house, and uh, this freaking deck project is still going on. But um, and I'm just sore. I just wake up sore. <laughs> Such an old fart at this point. But uh, yeah, man. 30s have been a wild ride. There's no doubt about it. But let's let's see what the old future will bring with the with the 40s. So here we go, July the third. Y'all be thinking about me. I'm probably gonna be in some Tito's. I'm not gonna lie, down at the beach or out in a boat, uh, most likely trying to uh, thinking about pulling the express down. So, anyways, but no no Monday podcast next week. So appreciate y'all man i know y'all every time i miss one y'all are like where y'all at? where you at and uh the low lifers i appreciate y'all so much so i want to give you a heads up on that and uh let's thank these sponsors and let's get into it I got a great guest today uh to kind of follow up on the conversation from last week that i had with myself when i had the sauce with myself last week over all this desperation and proficient and and, and it's not any better this week, but we're going to, we're going to have a good conversation with somebody that I, I, I care about and respect very much in, uh, from, from BPT. So Startron, kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater, in your chainsaw in that outboard engine. Nobody wants an outboard engine that don't run. Nobody, nobody wants to be stranded in the middle of nowhere because of stupid, dumb ethanol. All you got to do is have a bottle of Startron. When you fuel up a little dab will do you enzyme-powered fuel treatment. They also have Starbright products. It's Starbright season. Get your boat or your truck looking right. Or you could be like me and use the mildew stain remover around the house all the time, like on the diving board, on pool floats. <laughs> it uh, it comes in handy. Startron and Starbright. We appreciate the folks down there in Fort Lauderdale for supporting LBL. ProGuide Batteries, ProGuideBatteries.com, LBL10 is going to save you money, 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 money. They are running a an awesome special through the 4th on their new lithium line of batteries. Go check it out. Let them know we sent you, 
I could not be more impressed by those batteries. I know I say it every single week, but I'm telling you, they are uh, affordable lithium batteries, and I've had zero issues. I was terrified of lithium because there's just so many lithium battery companies out there now. But ProGuide, they've been in the battery business for many, many moons. ProGuide batteries, go check them out, ProGuideBatteries.com, LBL10. All right, this is a <clears throat> Baitworks.com. i got to pull up a list here. So they've got a mega sale. A mega sale. They're calling it a flash sale. But the 4th of July, it, it's it's kicking off now. And they have a ton of stuff on sale. Duncan-10 at bait-works.com. You can get the LOB jigs there, which are getting bit. I'm getting pictures all the time. I'm catching fish on them. But uh, go check out the jigs. It's got LBL on the package, man. Go check it out. But uh, this week, though, I got this list. And this this will start on June 28th. Okay, so June 28th. We're going to have some uh, 4th of July sales starting. And I'm talking about every brand. Rapala, freaking Halo, Venom, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Six Sense, Storm, Buckeye, Bill Lewis, Head and Missile Baits, Net Bait, Bait Fuel, <clears throat> some of my favorites, some old Toad Thumpers. You can get those Bad Crawls and Crawl Gills. This is all like a 20 to 25% off sale on so many brands, Okay. I mean, bandit crankbaits, freaking yum, get you yum, get you some of them yum dangers, okay? Strike King Plastics, Rabbit, they even got them little them little baits with them little fur tails, okay? But baitworks.com, I see y'all using the code out there, and I appreciate it. Then they're having a 4th of July, the flash sale. I'm trying to pull this up here, and I'm going to post this on social as we go so you know the dates. Um, but some pretty good deal. Like on June 28th, a flash sale on Shimano Curato, which is one of my favorite bait casters ever from the time they, they designed the very first one to now. I love those. It's like 25% off on June 28th. Killer. All hooks, tools, and accessories starting June 29th, 25% off. It's freaking, save you some cash. Save you some cash. Duncan-10 lets them know you are a low lifer, but you can get you some trocars there on June 29th. But I'll post all that. <clears throat> Tons of dates. It's a lot to read off, but uh, go check it out, bait-works.com. And all that will be spelled out on their site as well and through social media channels. I would assume they do a killer job, but I appreciate those those boys there in Missouri partnering with the podcast. And last but not least, hang that old banner right here. Express Boats, the Bassmaster Classic winning all-welded high-performance aluminum boat built in Hot Springs are Kansas. Great people. C-Deck bow to stern on that bad boy. 250 Yamaha show on the X-21 that I'm running. Best hole shot in the game. But go check out that H-17. Go check out that X-19. Go check out those bay boats. They got something for you and your budget no matter what. I promise you, Express Boats. Building excitement since 1966. All right. Got all the housekeeping out of the way. I'm so depressed about turning 40. Kind of, I think. I've looked 40 for a long time and felt 40. Like, when I turned 30, everything started falling apart. Like, I broke my ankle, like, a month after I turned 30. So, here's to here's to 40. <laughs> no telling what will happen. Break a damn hip? I don't know. Um, so, last week's episode, I got I got so, like, the feedback was incredible. And and what I mean by that, just from from low lifers and from industry people, 
from from elite series pros from bpt pros like thank you for saying what you know is not being said and and that's not me patting myself on the back i still go back to my i don't know why more pros don't stand up and go this is bull that this is going on this is this is this is ridiculous why are we letting this happen right um i and and that's frustrating, but I had so many reach out, man. You name them, basically, other than just the few that were involved in this in this scandal. So MLF is um, uh, they announced this week. Of course, they had their big draft for the uh, team series deal there, and um, you know it was a it was it was just like nothing ever happened. Um, I was I've been told that there was a, a statement made at the meeting that they're still investigating, and they do have a lot of GoPro footage to go through, I guess. Um, there was some audio from Spencer Sheffield leaked. It's online. It's talking about kind of what was going on in that event. And it's, it's like a hot mic and it's, it's, uh, it's not good. Like, I don't, I don't think it's good. I don't, actually, I don't have it. I listened to it. I meant to save it on my phone so I could play it on the show. It's terrible of me to mention that, but it, you know, uh, I believe Trait Zaldane posts that on Twitter is where I was sent that from. Um, so you can go check it out, but it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like even him and the boat official are having a conversation about, well, the folks at home just know it's a good tournament. You know, they're just catching them. And it's just like, like they're pulling the, the wool over people's eyes with what's going on. <clears throat> and it sucks. Um, I've talked to several guys that were in that event. And we're going to talk to, to one of them today that was in that event that actually caught them better. His weights got better and he fell in the standings and he was doing it the right way. Uh, and he's frustrated. He, he spoke out at their meeting this week about his frustrations, about, about people not doing things the right way. He's a veteran pro. He is a very well-known character in the sport of bass fishing. He has several wins in professional bass fishing from MLF to the Bassmaster opens to the FLW invitationals. Back in the day, he's fished the Bassmaster classic. He is one of the most like, Larger than life people you will ever meet, but is also one of the most humble guys that would do anything for anybody. We're going to get the sauce from him right now, presented by the W Sauce. They got that new breakfast sauce out there, and breakfast sauce too. You're going to want to check it out, but let's hear from him right now. Mr. Worldwide himself, James Worldwide Watson from St. Clair. He's already fished day one at St. Clair. Called him 18 pounds. <clears throat> now we're going to bug him. You got it? What up, bud? James. Hey. Hey, Bill. Hey. Hey. We're, we're, we're investigating this cheating going on. I, I just wanted to tell you, James, that nothing to worry about. There's nothing to see here. Just look away, James. <laughs> I'll, I'll look in a different direction, Bill. Just look in a different direction, James. Buddy, yeah. first of all, I mean, I texted you yesterday, but you were like, I'm not going to catch them when I talked to you the other day. 18 pounds later, look at you catching them up at St. Clair. Dude, I had like eight scorables yesterday. <clears throat> I jumped off a four-pounder, had another big fish of some sort pull off, and uh, just just lucky I jumped around Canada, going Canadian. Is that what, you know, we talked, it was, it's interesting in this event, we talked about it. I, I got to catch up with you and practice a little bit and you couldn't fish in Canada and practice cause it was closed, but you could go over there and kind of poke around and go, all right, this is what this looks like. So you just yeah. kind of went blind to Canada then. 
I did. I get I had plenty of old waypoints. Uh, you know, let's face it, they 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 show up on the same places year after year. You just gotta drive around and fish until you land on some of them. Yeah. So it, it, you, you know, I had some shallow stuff I wanted to sample, and and in practice, it was, honestly, it was really a cloud. The mark, the water was really cloudy. And I said, man, I hope this clears up. Yesterday morning I got there, and it was clear as a bell. It was perfect. But do you think – I was actually texting with Zona about this last night, name dropper. Um, name big name dropper guy, you know me. Uh, but but Zona's like the St. Clair dude, you know. He he knows it. Yes. But, he, you know, he – but, dude, that place has suffered from from, like – Sure seems to have since COVID, I guess. Like they talked about, like Canada was off limits during COVID, and so it got beat up. But I was watching some of y'all's y'all's tournament yesterday, and it certainly seems like and there's a lot of fish being caught. Don't get me wrong, but but it's not St. Clair. Like you were in the event I was in up there in 2018. It was ridiculous. It was yeah. the craziest place I've ever been in my life. Yeah, like it, yeah, I'd have bought a house there that week if they would, <laughs> if I could have found one yeah. I wanted, you know, it was it, crazy. Well, if you'd had any money. Well, yeah, if I wasn't a, a bass fisherman, boat part salesman, yeah, I would have <laughs> moved to St. Clair Shores. <laughs> You've got to do other things in life yeah, <laughs> to do that. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, do you, did you see that though from, and I know you guys only get two days, but do you think the fishing is, is off there compared to what St. Clair that folks are used to? Yeah, it's off. It's off a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's because we had an exceptionally, they've had exceptionally warm, you know, time of year. It's been warmer, longer, earlier than normal. I don't know. But, no, it just, I fished two days of practice out there and never caught a four-pounder. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's, I've never come here and not caught a four-pounder in two days. Yeah. Um and so it, it was, it, it was definitely fishing a little different. So, you know, I was, I, I load, I, I was unloading the other morning as a couple of guides putting in and the guy was a uh, parking truck. We walked back to our boats and he's like, man, he said, what do you think? And I said, I think it's pretty tough. And I said, I've been here two other times this same 10 day period. And I said, it was an absolute slaughter. Yes. He goes, yeah, it's been tough. And I said, Hey, I said, don't, don't give me, you know, information. <clears throat> yeah. He said, no, I won't give you information. He said, I know that. And, um, he's, he says, yeah, it's been tough for a couple of weeks. He says, I can go all day. If I'm lucky, catch one four pounder. Jeez. Yeah. So, you know, that's saying a lot. Yeah, it is. And you guys had a pretty calm day yesterday. You got weather coming though, right? Looks like. Yeah. For the rest of it. Yeah. I I think it was was JT said yesterday on live. He's like, when you get a calm day, just know you're going to have to pay for it on the backside of this somewhere (laughs) on the Great Lakes. Like you can, that never happens a couple days in a row. I feel like. It didn't that 2018, didn't it for us? Well, we did. uh, Practice was brutal, but then we got good weather during the event. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. Practice. Yeah. I actually broke my graphs the first day of practice going to Canada and trying to come back to the American side where I was saying because I stay in America, James. He's American. I'm American made. America. I ain't going to stay right. over there with the damn maple syrup, okay? We're coming back. Speaking, speaking Frenchy. 
yes. whatever that yes. Pepe Le Pew yeah. talk. <laughs> I do love crepes, though. I do love I crepes. Do. They're little thin pancakes. So, but I was they are. <laughs> I was coming back, and my graph mount I had on my Ranger at the time on the dash, it just completely came out and landed in my lap <laughs> about halfway yep. across the lake. My console shattered. It was like, oh, okay, so this is how this fitting to go. Okay. And that was day, day one of practice. <laughs> Dude, isn't it crazy? I mean, you talk about graph mounts. I run, I've been running the beat down outdoors now. Through, this is my third year with them. I don't have to tighten up anything on my beat down. That's nice to mounts. hear. Compared <laughs> All these others that I've used in the past, won't name any names, but all of them. Yeah, pretty and much all of them. Dude, uh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable how good do graph mounts do. You've got the one that, that raises, like raises up to you, yes. right? So, yep. Because you're old and you can't see live scope, so you got to take it to your face. <laughs> oh, dude, it hurts my it hurts my. No, I get it. We're all going to have curved spines from staring at that stupid thing. Look at Tommy Biffle's spine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever scoliosis. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. Know, you oh, hang on, I gotta turn around so I can see who you are. <laughs> and he didn't even have live scope. He just flipped bushes and ended up that way. What's exactly Jacob what's what Jacob Wheeler gonna look like? What's Jacob Wheeler gonna look like in another six months? I've Dude, picked on Jacob two weeks in a row on this show. Poor Jacob is gonna be curved. He's gonna look like an S. He is. Gonna look like one of them. <laughs> I think of one of them creatures on the Star Wars movies. It's got them big long necks that go yeah, out from their bodies curve up. Look yeah. at Jacob. Look at Biffle to know your future, and he yeah. just did it with a flipping stick in the bushes, and he and and, time, and he can't even turn around. Yeah. Next time I see Wheeler, I'm gonna slap him right in the middle of the back. And tell him <laughs> stand up straight. Just Practice break perfect. Posture. Just break out the drill sergeant on him. You dude. Oh boy! Oh boy! You broke out. So, so I, I teased this just a little bit because I had a I had a little short intro this week to get to the when I've got James Worldwide Watson, I mark off all the time I can because you and I we we've had some great conversations over the years. You're a good friend yes. of mine, and uh, and what I like about you is you and I can disagree on things and we can still be friends on the other side of it. And we've had some disagreements. But yep. but you're also you're I'll like me. You've never listen. I remember when I killed you, boy. Uh, you don't remember because he's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> but I freaking uh, I just love your honesty, and and you do call balls and strikes more so than anybody, and you're not scared to. And and I think a little bit of that is you. You're lucky to have. Uh, and you, and this is your strategy. You go after non-endemic sponsors that have your back, that love your personality, that know who you are, and so you will speak up about stuff going on in this industry. That and that everybody that I heard from this week that was like great podcast last week, man, won't say publicly about about stuff going on uh, yeah. in your league or other leagues. And uh, and that, that's the beauty of James Watson. But I had heard, and I called you. We we talked about this. That that you were upset about Cayuga because you it's rare and I and I, I talked to Russell Lane about this as well Andy Morgan it's rare in professional bass fishing there may be like two times this has ever really happened legitimately where you catch them way better the second day weight wise and you fall in the standings right yeah. like that doesn't happen that's I've never I've never done that doesn't happen. No. 
Because normally the lake, even even if they're great, they will give give in to the pressure a little bit. Now it may be different with catchway release. Obviously, they're going right back. But but at Cayuga, you caught them better the second day. You had a cool pattern figured out. A couple different patterns you were telling me, but you caught and you caught largemouth. Mm-hmm. And you had what nineteen something the first day. Uh, yeah, not, I think I had nineteen fifteen, and then twenty. 15 i think i i think i went up a pound or a pound and a half and dropped places in the standings dropped six places and there was a lot going on because you had guys that didn't figure out the smallmouth thing on day one and then they were like "Uh uh-oh and then they all changed on day two and just went to the area where all the smallmouths were getting caught and uh and got in the middle of that that melee but but you you were frustrated and uh and and i know flw excuse me mlf MLF. I'm, I'm, I, when I see pictures of, of Daniel Fennel walking around, I just think FLW. I can't help yeah, it. I, I, I saw Daniel Fennel was at Fishing Church this morning. I saw that on the internet uh, with, with Mark Rose there, and I was like, it's FLW. <clears throat> anyways, yeah. anyways, uh, so they, but they made it, they, they talked to you guys at the meeting about Cayuga because you had the team draft. Everybody's getting drafted. Everybody that's in question for getting in trouble at Cayuga or, protested or however you want to look at it um they're all in this event they're all fishing so what what's their word to y'all on on that is still under investigation yes yeah everything is under investigation uh we were we were briefed on uh the fact that this investigation is going on and that hopefully by Saginaw Bay they'll have to come to some conclusions now first what I really lost my shit on at the meeting because you you stood up though for people don't know you stood up and said hey by god i'm i'm sick of this right i was walking out the door okay and what started it what really set me off was dudley was going on about well what if you what if this is about catching a spawning fish whether you're sight fishing for them or not sight fishing for them and and uh You've you've been around Dudley. I don't love Dave. You've been around him. He he can get a little. He go down a rabbit hole real quick. Yeah, yeah. Dudley so, can climb down a rabbit hole for sure. Yeah. So he's in this rabbit hole about flipping over next to a stump, but the water's murky. But you know that's a spawning bass. You know in your mind and heart that 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 bass with you with every everything in your moral fiber, you know that's a spawning bass. And 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 you go back and you catch him another time, but you can't see him. He's there. And he's going on and on about this. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've had this. I've, I've sat in too many meetings, especially in Major League Fishing, when all the anglers, all 80, are in the same room for this meeting. And it just, it, it just spirals out of control. Yeah. And I just flipped my shit. I was like, I'm done. This is stupid. And I, I'm not going to sit here. I said, we're grown men. We know what's right is right. We know what's wrong is wrong. And if you don't know the damn difference, you need to stand up and turn yourself in, get out of this organization, quit fishing, get fired from all your sponsors, all this other stuff. And I just went on and on for about a minute. I drill sergeant just for a minute. When drill sergeant. And it was just, yeah. And, and Dave started to say something else. And, and I'm pretty certain that I told him to shut the F up. <laughs> And I, that I'm not listening to this. We're going on. And I said, we sit through dozens of these meetings. 
and we talk about this and we listen to each other and then we we hear an apology every once in a while from somebody that steps over the line and i said i'm done with it back in the day back in the day when i was a young kid i i remember one time a particular anger whipping the dog shit right out of another angler on the boat ramp that's how it was handled back in the day yeah oh for sure when you got caught doing something you wasn't supposed to do or cheating old boy that you know gets to fish two tournaments a month at the house and you know spends all that money on his boat and you know you you don't take that away from that rabbit dog no you better not no. But, but the, the it was the meeting process of of you know the sight fishing and this and I said the next thing you're going to say is that I see a bunch of schooling fish out there and I see them with my eyeballs and I'm throwing at them I'm visually sight fishing for them and they blow up on my 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 top water twice and the fifth time he finally hooks it and it's hooked on the outside of the head and I said I'm going to boat flip his ass in the boat and I'm going to weigh him because that's my fish. And yeah. You're not going to tell me I'm sight fishing for him. Yeah, I caught him, even though he's hooked in the head. I, that, I said, "Where are you going down this?" No, we you, know what's right. We know what's wrong. Stop all the crazy bullshit. Well, if you live, that's what I'm going on. Well, and if you, but to me, and and I love Dudley, uh, but but to me, it's like if we have to explain away the gray area then it just needs to be against the rules, right? Like if you've got to just go in circles and go, this is what it is. You're already wrong. And I, and and from the guys that were doing that on camera, like, well, well, yeah, I might've known it was up there, but, but I wasn't looking at it when I caught it. Well, okay. But then you caught the same bedding fish twice in the same day, which is against the rules. And you knowingly did it. Yep. You knowingly did it. So however you explain that away, you broke a damn rule. You broke right. a rule. Now, we did have guys on camera that appeared, allegedly, and MLF will sort this out, but that did intentionally go catch one sight fishing again. Like, it's on camera. Yeah. It looks like the same fish. They got I'm GPS blind. trackers on the boat. They saw them do it. And and one of those anglers has said, hey, I, I wouldn't have made the cut if I didn't catch it. Like, he has said that right. and was and was prepared right. to apologize at this meeting uh, and was told and to was told not down. to. <laughs> was told not to, uh, and and it's just was recommended to stand down and not, not not say anything. Let this all let this process work out. Yeah, and I just I, I don't know. For me, James, and and you're out there doing it. All I do is cover it now from from this chair. But what do you think is the adequate situation here, though? For me, it's like if there are five, six anglers, I don't know, maybe imagine there were a lot of guys off camera, right? They were never, they never had a camera all week. I, I, God forbid, I hope they weren't doing it, but, but if the guys in the top 10 were doing it on camera, it's like, what? (laughs) Surely. I I mean, I don't, I don't trust enough people to think that that wasn't going on when you're trying to get a check or desperate to get a check or whatever, um, outside of the top 10. Well, let me give you some some technology and let me give you some confidence in the league. The league has come up with, and they've reviewed because we all carry the stat units on yeah. our boats. Yeah, GPS. And, 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 and that GPS stat unit, this is the league. So this gives gives me a, 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 a little boost and vote of confidence for the league doing the right thing. They have already consolidated all these GPS coordinates. And if you're within X amount of feet or whatever with a five, let's just say a five pounder mm-hmm. 
And then later in the day, you're in that same little zone right there, 10 feet, 10 yards, whatever, and you log another five pounder, you're getting polygraphed. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you finish first or 51st. No, I like polygraphed. that. Okay, so that's what the league's doing. So they're digging through all that right now. Yeah, they're digging through all that. And I knew that I knew you guys had those boxes that that could show that. And then when the official you recorded, it shows the time. um, That's correct. And and so they can go back and cross reference it. And and I get that 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 takes a long time. My question to you as a competitor is this: What's the right process when we have these events right on the heels of this? Because now you got a couple of these guys uh, doing well in this event. I mean, should there be a suspension? If we thought you cheated in the last one, should you be allowed to compete in the next one until we – you know what I mean? Like, what's that well, – as that, a pro and you're in it, what what do you want to see? Because I know what I would like to see. I think they should have to sit the next one out while they – while we figure it out, sit in the corner. Dude, the, when we do a shakedown with privates, we'd receive privates. This is back when you could really be a drill sergeant. We'd have shakedown and – one of the drill sergeants who hadn't been introduced to the uh, to, to the company would be in the barracks, and he'd have a dummy dressed up in battle dress uniform. And we'd turn the privates where they're just out of the corner of their eyes because they're in, in formation. And you'd hear this private just screaming up in the third floor, third story of the barracks. And then... And then out of the corner of your eye, you'd kind of see it. He'd throw this dummy out the window and it hit, <laughs> hit the ground. And we'd have some privates over in the bushes kind of staged up. And we put on this thing and then uh, they dragged this private off like we'd physically hurt this private, which we're not allowed to do. Just scare the bejesus out of these troops. It's like, you know, don't fuck around they stepped in line right then yeah right then right i was going yep i'm gonna get you you know so we we kind of you know always had you always had this fear uh of if you do wrong there's consequences now we wouldn't go throw you out the barracks or throw you out the third floor window or anything but But it but it was a statement it was an attention getter it was a statement yes yeah and uh or we'd have a private you know run off you know start running this would be stage two he'd run off and we'd have some some other private stage to tackle that you know i mean we always had something <laughs> yeah you had some tricks the up least, your sleeve yeah the thing is you know in in the army and in the real world there's in the army is uniform code of military justice and there's consequences for actions that were unbecoming we we don't we do never we never see enough consequences for unbecoming actions and until you do chop somebody's fingers off for stealing they're just going to keep on stealing yeah yeah and and the same goes in this business if you was emboldened enough not to show your boat official i won't name any names but i watched live driving 16 and a half hours I left Saturday morning with my tail between my legs with a 28th place finish and absolutely felt like freaking Superman for catching that ass mm-hmm. for two days. Had fun Driving doing it. Had fun doing it. Had, had a blast. Yeah. Had a blast. 
got pissed off because then you, you, you look up and all of a sudden you're in 24th and then all of a sudden you're in 26th and all of a sudden you catch a four and you upgrade and you fail to 28th. And so I'm driving home and I'm watching the same live that you guys watched on that Saturday on the knockout round. And I'm like, Oh, Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh that ain't good. Dude, boy, both hands over the gunnel. Oh, can't, can't get my hands on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, or, or grabbing one and, and, you know, turning turning around and not to show it, you know, where it's Which is at. in the rules. And everybody else it's does it. Yeah. You, you, like, that is something that's in the rule. You have to verify. Yeah. Yes. Verify. Now, I'm not saying there, there, there's a script hooked in the mouth. You know, I hate that. I'm watching hooked in the mouth. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm not, just show it to If, you know, your boat official nods his head, says good to go. Show it to him. You don't have to say, look, show it to him. Make him look. You have to verify. You know, I, at Murray, I catch a nice four pounder on the bed. Mm-hmm. Snag that sucker so right in yeah. the eyeball. Right in the eyeball. I was like, Rrr! and I, I don't know how long I was. I didn't say anything. Or, I, or, you know, I showed it. And I was like, yeah. He says, do you want to weigh it? I'm like, no, I don't want to weigh it. I said, because he might swim back. I didn't say this. But I I misunderstood a rule. I I I understood the rule that if you weigh him once that day, you can't weigh him again. No. So I, I, mean, I thought that meant so if I if I foul hook one, I want to know how much he weighs. Can I catch up again? And I'm like, no, you can't because you already weighed him. Right, right. Not tallied or scored him, but weighed him. Yeah. And I asked at the meeting. And I called, and I got the same answer. You're right, James. If you weigh him, you can't weigh him again that day. Not if you count him. Weigh him. Just clip put him, him on the scales. scales. And weigh him. So I turned him loose. And in a little bit, I thought I was off live. By then, I thought I was already off live because I held it in long enough. <laughs> and, he, and here come my explosion for jacking that fish up. And, I, you know. I did that, but I had, you, you, you have to verify sight fish must be verified legal catches in the mouth. Something like to that aspect is what the rule is, mm-hmm. the way it's said every time. And guys weren't verifying. Guys were, were deliberately, in my opinion, not verifying. Yeah. Oh, and, then it, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you get one and, the, the, it would, it was a slam dunk hooked in the mouth and like hooked in the mouth. Look at that. Well, oh, look in the mouth. Oh, you're going to verify that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the other ones you didn't verify? So in my opinion, all those fish should not count. I agree. Now, now should they go down the line and get and count their next one? No, no, because you cheated. <laughs> you broke a but rule. You, no. <laughs> you didn't find that one, and that's one of your scorables that, for that day that, that counted towards your five-fish creel. You just went to four. Oh, let me review some more. Oh, that was a four-eight, and that was one of your catches that were toward your cumulative weight of five-fish. Uh, take that one off. Now you got three. Now where are you sitting in the standings? Yep. Yeah. 
But but to me, regardless of the of the subtracting the weight, to me it's a it's a moral issue (laughs) because you broke a rule and you knowingly broke a rule. Because if you'll break that, then what the hell else are you breaking? If you'll break it with a camera guy and an official right over your shoulder and you'll break it, well, yeah. What are you doing when you fish a Toyota series and you're in the middle of the lake and it's just you and a co angler? Yep. What are you What are you doing then? And an yep. invitational. What are you doing in a in a Tuesday night or at home or whatever? Like I have a major issue with somebody that can break a rule. A try to explain it away like it's not a big deal, but but right. then B like I could I can't imagine. But I have a conscience, right? <laughs> a little bit of one. Anyways, I can't imagine being the topic of conversation at Cayuga. And then showing up at St. Clair, whistling Dixie, ready to be on live again. Let's go, boys. Like, it's a weird, it's, that's a weird trait for somebody to have that makes me immediately not trust Suspicious. them. Yeah, exactly. not trust them. Because I would be, cr- like, physically, it's like so sick that my peers thought I was a piece of garbage for what I did on camera. Like, wanting to throw up that I, I would be yep. the guy that wanted to stand up and say something. I yep. would be the guy like, hey, that I wanna, I wanna say something. I would be that guy, yep. but the the just ability to go, eh, nothing's gonna happen. Like you said, hadn't been enough fingers chopped off. Yep. In our sport, historically, there has not been. No. Why? Do no. You, why though? In the, and I said this last week, and I told Wheeler, I, I, I apologize for picking on him because just because his name came to mind. But I said, why in our sport though do the organizations not hang folks out to to dry? And why in this sport do the the to the participants, the other anglers, and I used the LeBron James reference last week, like if, if somebody on the that. court tries to gouge his eyes out in a press conference, somebody's gonna go, LeBron, why did number twenty seven on the other team try to gouge your eyes out? And he would he would then talk about it, right? And in bass fishing we're like, Oh, it just never happened. It just never well, happened. It's weird. You know, because it's well, I know what I think I shouldn't say no. What I believe happens is the the Lawrence's, the Garmin's, the Mercury's, the Rings of Boats of the world, mm-hmm. one of their guys yes. does that. And it's a bad look on them. It's a bad look on their angler. And they don't want to be in that tough position. And there, there isn't enough heads rolled. I'm friends with Jeff Sprague. Yeah. I went from Cayuga last year to a week before the start of this season. And I hadn't said a word to Jeff Sprague. I didn't. I, I told him I I didn't like his uh, his apology to Cayuga for the text message uh, scandal or whatever it was. But I said I ain't going. I ain't going this year. And, and fishing down a bank, and I come to you, and I see you, and, and then I come out a hundred yards early. I'm not going to be at the boat ramp. See you, not wave and say hi to you. I said this is killing me. I said I'm calling you. You're my friend. We've been friends for a long time. I said, I ain't going to do this this year. I said, I'm disappointed, and i tell you why I haven't talked to you. I haven't heard from you. You didn't counsel with me. You didn't call and say, man, I, jack, you know, I jacked this up. I messed this, yeah. this up. Or this is what went down. You didn't ask for my opinion. So I, I, I didn't call you. And I said, I'm not going to do that this year, Jeff. You're my friend. I said, you paid the price for you're uh you're paying the price for it. Jeff lost a striking deal. He lost a lot of Rob, deals. Some rods deal. Yeah. A lot a ton yeah. of money. More than most anglers could probably make in ten years. 
Sprague lost it in one whack. And he lost it 30 minutes before that meeting. So he paid the ultimate, or he paid the big time price. And he does get, and look, I, I give Jeff, you know, and I know Jeff like you know Jeff. I've, I've known Jeff for, for many, many years, and I give yep. Jeff a hard time. But Jeff became a punchline anytime anybody's yep. cheating, right? Like he, he sprayed them. I mean, hell, yep. fighter said it on Bassmaster Live. I mean, Jeff has, in the sport of fishing, like he, he has taken – a beating and yep. pay, and paid the price. I, I will say that. Yep. And it's like, um, you know, and I, I said this last week, I believe, I think he was made example of, he was. Uh, of and, and there were a the lot of got, others that, that could have been made, yeah. <laughs> made example of got, for a lot of years. The league got, the league got caught with their pain. That's stand. right. And they had to and do they something. they had to react. Yeah. But what and, sucks, so though, is, is what we're saying, James, is he was sponsored by Toro, which is a league sponsor. And and in my opinion, now, again, this is Luke Duncan. This is alleged. They weren't going to do anything because of Toro, in my opinion. But that, that, that would be easy to connect those dots. It's the same reason that, that like, uh, I've, I've talked about, like, the Tucker Smith, Joe Durham thing on you follow with the lawyer, all that insanity, the kid's sponsored by Bass Pro Shops. And, and so it's like everybody's just like nothing ever happened. And it was shady. Yeah. It was shady all the way around. He won a million dollars in the Bass Pro. He's one of the little Bass Pro guys. And so now everybody's, oh, it's no big deal. He's just a young kid. Nothing ever happened. Well, dude, it was shady. You were trying to get an advantage. You were trying to take advantage of other people uh, to to excel in the sport of fishing. And, and it's just – so I and, I – and that's Luke Duncan drawing that conclusion about Toro. He lost his Toro deal when that yeah. happened. He did. He did indeed lose his Toro deal. But I'm saying that tie, because if I'm Jim Wilburn or whoever would have been dealing with Toro at the time, and I call and go, "Hey, the guy we told you you needed to sponsor, we got to disqualify him from this event because he cheated." That's a terrible look all the way around for the organization. And I think that's absolutely like you're saying. That's what we run into this industry where it's so small. So you got Bass or MLF. They're trying to sell Lawrence. They're trying to sell, just like the anglers are, they need those organizations sponsoring, they need those companies sponsoring the organization, so when one of their top anglers does something blatant, it's like, ooh, we're in a sticky situation here. It's tough, yeah. man. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And and that's that's the business we're in. Dude, you take the, you take the Bass Pro Tour guys, and in my opinion, unfortunately, you take all the guys in the uh, – the invitational now and there's what 300 of us mm -hmm. yeah ton i mean 300 guys all you know trying to keep their positions and this is a small small sport and it, it's driven by the almighty dollar mm -hmm. it's still to this day kind of it's funny how many guys try to make their living on tournament winnings instead of really buckling down and working seminars and or just doing shows. the math that that's physically impossible. Exactly. <laughs> just sit down yeah. with an Excel spreadsheet for thirty yeah. seconds and you go, oh, yeah. oh shit, this was yeah. this, but yeah, this wasn't yeah. a good idea. I had a, <laughs> I had a dynamite year this year. Finished thirtieth in the points. I made it all ten thousand dollar checks, seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> And I profited fifteen thousand bucks. You and Biscuit lived it up out there, though, James. Don't yep. don't think you did. I know how you guys roll. 
You dynamite. You. That was <laughs> that was a hypothetical situation, but you think about that. I know. In a in in, in here deal too, and I I'm spinning spinning down a different road. We are selling that crack to these anglers uh, out there, right. the weekend warriors and the young anglers in the college, and the crack is being slung yep. out there year after oh look how big the sports get growing in college deal. we're growing blah, blah, blah. it it's growing yeah you listen to marty you, you marty you, especially marty on uh he's uh, he's telling him to drink the water he, he is he's like man he's like, these there's eight of these guys in this invitation are fighting tooth and nail to get to the bass pro tour <laughs> and i'm like marty are you that are you the league wanting to kick the eight guys that got their names on packages selling stuff for spro and selling stuff for strike king you're wanting to get those guys who've been selling product for these companies and replace them with somebody that probably well you know they got to have a future of the sport and yeah there is but we don't have to lose 10 percent of our field every year yeah for crying out loud you know just they're just slinging it out there oh yeah and Let's you know, look at look at the guys that come up: Mitch Crane, the uh, Butler, Dakota Ebear. These guys are good fishermen, yes, real they good are. fishermen. Dakota is absolutely crushing it. How many Dakota Ebears, Jacob Wheelers, uh, come up through the ranks like those guys do? One one out of hundred and fifty. Yeah, one out of every couple hundred. Yeah. So, or maybe five. One out of every five hundred, maybe truly with those guys because they're special talent. Yeah. And so the longevity of this sport, uh, we've got new people coming in, but everybody's fighting over the same dollar. Well, keep fighting because it's worked out real good for my career. <laughs> well, you let's, let's career. you've got that uh, you got cigars, guns, fudge. You've got the fun stuff, buddy. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to talk about crankbaits because you're smoking a stogie, shooting a yeah. damn AR-15 into the air. Yeah, and eating fudge. <laughs> You're right. And drinking, fudge. drinking coffee, and drinking black rifle, injecting it into your veins. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's great. Spit, and I, you know, I'm during burnouts in my 450 because I get tires for free. That's right. So, yeah, general tire too. Yeah, yeah. You just so, you can just do whatever you want. You're living the damn dream. <laughs> spilling coffee out the window, just catching the cab on fire. Do you ever just go by running. and just you see some homeless guys on the corner? You just throw coffee at them to say you're not me. <laughs> do you ever do that? I do. <laughs> you do that. Old cigars. You just go to Springfield, Missouri, just ride around over on Glenstone. Yeah. <laughs> like here, don't burn your house down. Have this cigar. Dude did a cookout for all the framing crew at my new house. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh how do you say cigar? I just said Fumar. And the the crew chief or, or the foreman on the framing crew is like, hey, who wants some cigars? And I brought them some cigars out. And, you know, oh, we just had a good time cooking out. And now, is your, your new place, uh, and I, I meant to text you this, is it right there by where you're at now? In the same it's two lots over. Okay, yes. so you are right there then. Okay. As soon as you come through my gate, it's on the right hand side. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard that gate. 
this man, and, and it's and it's not because he's bougie. It's for his own protection. There are so many women that try to climb behind those walls that <laughs> he has to have it gated. He's got a moat. If they can get through there, then they can get to James. But they got to get through it. a lot. Then they've made it, and he'll let them stick around for a little bit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's funny. Electric you gate. know what is funny? Electric gate. <laughs> the number of people that drive by my house, which is right on the water, as you know, and uh, just scream up there, worldwide. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's Mecca for people outside of Branson. Yeah, yeah. and it's I Mecca. screamed back. I said, I was like, it's not worldwide. It's Fat Cat Newton. Because <laughs> I'm fatter Dude, than Fat Cat. I was going to say, you, you and me both, buddy. He's skinny yeah. cat. Yeah, he's skinny cat. He is, so. uh, dude. It is it, his journey with that is remarkable awesome. to see. Like when we first started MPFL to now, it's like, yeah. holy crap, dude! He has been he's put the work in, man. Um, uh, inspiration. One of the best dudes too. Uh, yeah. In this whole, I want, I want, I want everybody to be able to know Fat Cat. Like the people yeah, that are just fans of him. Like I want them to be able to be friends with him because he's he's just such a good dude, man. He's dude, such a good and- dude. And, and, and if there's anybody out there that wants their product represented, he's a dude. You're worth not kidding. Yeah. He's I a mean, dude worth hiring. Yes, he is. He is indeed. Yep. He, uh, one of the hardest workers I've ever met, man. He just, he just does not, does not stop, um, yep. at all. So what's, uh, so what's left for you this year? So, I know wait, last year wait, you got into wait, some BFLs wait, wait. and stuff. Oh, 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 what? Wait, did I, I miss got, something? You said something. No, you didn't. I did. You said something about, how the the I know we're jumping around, but that's because of me. That's what we, but yeah, me. We're back. On. So the 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 organ our organization, you know, between events, what happened at Cayuga to now, and, and you had mentioned this. Andy Morgan, and I visited on the phone. We talk every once in a while. He's just somebody, you know. I'll never blow his phone up or anything. But if I got something important. I need to discuss. I'll call Andy Morgan. Of course. And and we're talking about this, and we're like, man, you know, not verifying two hands over the gunnel, catching the same fish twice, all this that we watched. And I'm like, man, I said, I, I understand desperation makes men do mm-hmm. things. And maybe the fear of losing your job, maybe maybe you need that money. I said, but Andy, I said, I, I know this about you and and I said, I'll tell you about me. I said, I feel you're probably the same way. Is if I'm fishing and Cody Meyer doesn't run and runs by me and doesn't make some kind of obscene gesture to me <laughs> every time, yeah. or you when you run yeah, by me yeah. or come by me yeah. and make an obscene because they are obscene. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. or scream something at me. Of course. Yeah. If those days go away, I don't want it. I'm done. Yeah, I don't want it. That's right. Because I, I live for that. Yes, the camaraderie, dude. The camaraderie. Yes. Period. Like, if I can't, I, I, yeah. No, I'm with that. That that statement it, alone it, made it, me miss FLW tour right there. Yeah. If I if 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 you guys don't respect me or don't care for me. I, I'll, I'll have a problem with that. And my reputation, if, if my reputation was tarnished because of some shady shit and I couldn't face you guys anymore, I, 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 I couldn't do it. 
But some guys don't care. Man, they don't have that gear, dude. The guys that don't care, you know, those those are the guys you should be fearful of. I agree. And if heads would have rolled after watching live, there was enough on live to say, okay, that fish ain't going to count. That fish ain't going to count. That fish ain't going to count. That fish don't count. And those... Uh, were taken in consideration assessments were handed down penalties were handed down money was taken not given places were deducted all that before we came here or hey we're going to let you know the verdict of your infractions because we did see some infractions the penalty those were rule violations we're going to assess you the night before at st Clair. yep or we're going to assess you after the first day of competition at St. Clair and let that weigh on these guys' minds out while they're out here wondering what's, what's going to happen to them. And don't you think that don't affect their fishing? Of course, or it should, it should. Yeah. It should. But the thing is, it, it, it ain't, it, because, it's not They're all, I saw because, one of them on camera yesterday, dude, he's doing really well in the tournament. Yeah, there's no repercussions. And it's like, that's where I, when I saw that yesterday, I was like, that's, and you and I had already text setting this up. I was like, that's yeah. why I want to talk to James about this. Yeah. Just because you're in the event and you're, you're like me and, and being honest. And I'm like, man, this is not okay. This feels dirty. Like this just yeah. feels wrong that, right. that people that I, I love and respect are in this event that do things the right way. And they're having to compete against a guy that blatantly broke a rule on damn live camera and, and, and he's just out here doing it again he's, and he's and now right. he's right in the mix of this event with a chance to win a hundred thousand like that's not, not sucks. even flinched. not even that sucks yeah that sucks yep. man yeah the, it, it's 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 that's the that's part of the repercussions of uh, of doing wrong it, it should be you should suffer the mental anxiety of it and yep. if you don't have a conscience that's not good no no i just man i don't know yeah. i i could i would have had to take into social media to defend myself at the bare minimum or apologize or say hey this is under investigation but like something that just well just act like it didn't happen and it'll wash over yeah. um, that's why i do think mlf they have a major responsibility here to do the right thing and to call this out for what it was issue some kind of penalty, but, but I think names need to be listed and, and look, there's some good guys getting caught up in it, but they oh. also made the decision to do wrong. Yeah. So then yeah. that makes me question everything I, I knew about some guys. So I'm just like, I, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I, I, you better man than me because I, I, I would have no probably sense. shown my ass. Oh, of, of course not, dude. You're, you're worldwide Watson, buddy. <laughs> Your worldwide international James, I mean, my Watson. Okay, my Watson. Yes, you. If I disappointed you (laughs) as much as these guys did, dude, I'd have called your ass, and you know that. I'd be ashamed of myself. But but at the same time, you like you and I have that relationship, and and if I was close with any of these guys, I would have just called and said, "What the hell? Yeah, like what are you doing, man? Yeah." 
but luckily I don't, I feel like I don't associate with many folks that are capable of that. So, uh, that's, that's, that's good. Uh, I don't think that I would ever call Wesley Strader and him like, well, dude, you know, I just, you know, I just wanted to catch it over and over and over on camera. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I yep. told, I told Stephanie, I had to catch that one three times in a row. I don't even care about these rules. I don't think yep. I'll ever have that conversation with Wesley Strader ever in my yep. life. Ever. Yeah. Or Suggs. Well, James. <laughs> Dude. So, so, so the rule about sight fishing got tightened up even more yeah. on this deal. So if I, so if I'm sight fishing now, before we went to this, I caught multiple sight fish uh, in multiple tournaments the last few years multiple times in the same day when it was every it fish was count legal. yes and it was legal yeah. you turn them loose and you go back up there i remember one time a lake fork had three fish on the same bed and i weighed the three eight three nine two times snagged him once <laughs> and then the next two days later caught weighed him snagged him weighed him weighed him four times in what two a days. dumb fish what a dumb fish and a five, eight and a five, six. And, uh, anyway, it was legal. I even done it at Palestine on the Palestine on the heavy hitters. I was like, no, three ten. I'm not finding any more. It's been a while. Let's go see and catch that three ten again. I did it. It wasn't against the rules. So nobody could badmouth me. They could say, Oh man, I can't believe that guy's catching again. Well, I'm going to, because it's in the rules. You can but now it's in the rules you can't, and they defined the rules sight fishing to now. Now we were told that if you go to boat swing one, you know boat flip one, and swing him in, and in midair he comes unhooked. Don't count. That you can't count him. Yeah, I agree with that. Nah, I don't agree with that. Nah, but dude, what if that? What if that fish was was? I could see it with my own two eyes. The officials got to be able to, though, right? That is the whole deal. So they they tightened it up. I was like, okay, there it is. Hey, let me let me ask you this too. I had this in my notes. This just this just hit when I said official. So this year, MLF, you had you guys had actual full time officials that traveled to all the events, and now I think that that crew is only for the final day, right? Yeah, we got we got ten or twelve. So you got marshals now. Which this is the same in Bassmaster. They're they're there to verify rules and things like that. But I'm saying these for me, it's an intimidating position to put a fan in. If a guy is yep. just a fan, because I see these right. I see these guys that get to be boat officials posting on Instagram, they're delighted to spend a day. I get to go a worldwide Watson tomorrow. Well, what if you have a situation where you're like, hey man, yeah that that counted, and it's a guy yep. that just yep. showed up for one rule. I feel like that intimidation factor. Not saying it happens. I'm just saying it would be easy for it to happen if a guy's a super fan of Kevin Van Dam. Yep. Again, not picking on Kevin, but he's a super fan of the freaking go to bass fishing. And Van Dam's like, "Oh, I wasn't sight fishing that one. Oh, you're right, Uncle Kev. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it, it would be. It, you could say it would be easy for that to happen if it's not a a guy that's always at an event and knows the rules like the back of his hand. And I think there was an issue. Maybe the official told talk that something was in the rules and it wasn't too on live. I believe. Yeah. I believe that did happen. I saw that. And, uh, yeah, 
that was a concern of mine as well. Uh, uh, very much a concern of mine. And uh, so far, everybody that we've had, that I've had as a boat official uh, has been top notch. Top notch. They're not so, letting you get away with any shenanigans then is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everything I've seen with this and it's worked out real good. The pool, the, the process of becoming a boat official is, has been told us it's heavily screened. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. And, it's gotta be. And, and, it, and it's very systematic. So, so far it's working in my opinion. Okay. So, and if there's anything, and I will tell you this, and I'll tell listeners of your low stupid podcast, low lifers, yeah. James. They're low lifers. Low lifers. And some of them are worldwide stupidest, fans as well. Stupidest <laughs> podcast ever. But, no, there are a couple that are way dumber than this. <laughs> <laughs> you, In yeah, fishing alone, pan rack. Yeah, pan rack. <laughs> stupid panger. No, I wasn't even talking about him. <laughs> Uh, the, I don't even know where I was going. Now. Yeah, well, so you derailed it by trying to talk trash about Panger I know, BTL, I know. That's <laughs> and he's bull. my guy. Oh man, <laughs> the the boat official. If if there's something that you got as an angler, and the boat official says one thing, and you think the other, you freeze. You call the tournament director, yeah. and you get it, and you get it rectified on the spot. So if I have a discrepancy, or my boat official has something that I don't agree with, which is this has only happened one time, we we just call we call the tournament director, and he verifies and confirms, and I said, okay, now we know as it should yep. be, yeah. So, but you know, I, I've said this before: boat officials are there to officiate. If they miss a call, you know, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You got you you. There is some self policing. That's right. In this sport, you have <laughs> to right. self police. You know, well, our sports really, and it doesn't matter boat official tournament where you got a co angler. You know, yeah. whatever our sport is at, at very best self policed. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it is at the root of it. It is self-policed. Whether that's a team tournament, you and your buddy, it is self-policed. All yeah. of it is self-policed. Whether you got a guy wearing an official jersey in the back or not, you as a professional have uh, the every ability to know and, and and you have the responsibility to know the rules and to, and to adhere by them, period, yeah. end of story. That, yeah. Whether that guy's in there or not. Yeah. You so, damn sure do when a camera's over your shoulder. <laughs> That's right, man. <laughs> Golly, that's brave, dude. That's another level, of, a whole new level of bravery, especially in this Just, day and time of of uh, of TikToks and uh, Facebooks and the and the yeah. Instagrams, where people can just cut a clip and post it and go, "Hey, I think this was cheating," and then it just goes viral. <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. it's like, what are you thinking, man? Yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's, I think last it's week I said it would be like cheating on your girl and yep. and and making a you know a lovely tape as you do it which I you would know, never I, think you would I ever do did. anything like that. I photo you said photoshop. That's somebody photoshop my <laughs> yeah, face on that. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not not me. It's definitely not me. The yeah. only way you would know it wasn't me if there were like abs. Like if yeah. had, the guy had abs, I'd be like, "Hey honey, Obviously, this abs. was AI. This is not me. Yeah. I got Oreo dad bod. 
Okay. That's right. Tito's and Oreos, baby. Good Lord. <laughs> who are you uh, Who are you rooming with this week up there, Jamesy? Uh, the, uh, John Hunter, his camera dude, Ryan, and uh, Brandon Coulter. Okay. Running. Okay. I've been running the roads with Coulter for a few years. I knew you and, and Coulter uh, were thick as thieves. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, John Boy uh, Hunter. John Boy Hunter. He luscious hair. I was going to say He's luscious locks, John Boy's guy. Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's a good crew. We all get along great and stuff. And, um, always have a good time john john's been finding the places and uh you know in the past most most of the time i've the one that's been finding the places for so stay. you're not you're not camping then this year no I, I i i'm so busy building my new house dude that i haven't checked with my camper and i went i had double carpal tunnel surgery yeah. in december and no comment make, there. I feel like yeah, there's so yeah, so so many jokes there. So little yeah, time. Yeah, so many. So little time. <laughs> but my hands hurt so bad even before the first event that I wasn't strong enough. Then in, in, in that Lance pickup camper takes a little yeah. work to get it in, on and off the truck. I'm sure. So I haven't messed with it. Okay. Uh, and biscuit, it's not big enough yet. An old or old enough <laughs> to drive full time. And you know, I let her drive all the time, but. Why she's wearing sunglasses and smoking cigarettes, <laughs> driving down the interstate in my 450. So, why, why, why the image of your little wiener dog driving? <laughs> Not even looking at the road, both paws, looking over remember, at me and then looking out the window. Was it on Saturday? Do you remember the cat on Saturday Night Live back in the day? Yes. <laughs> yes, that one. That one. That's how Biscuit drives. Never pays any attention to the four. It's always oh, like, geez. oh, look at me looking over at the, out the window. Biscuit, eyes on the road, damn it. Eyes, <laughs> eyes on the road. pride, Biscuit. I'm over here trying to trying to email, get some trying, work done. I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep with turn that over Turn here. that low-budget live podcast off, Biscuit. Turn it down and listen to this trash. <laughs> Biscuit's a low-lifer. She is. She is. Oh boy. The adventures of James uh, and Biscuit. I still think you need to document that more than you do, but. Oh, I should. I oh should. Cause it's freaking hilarious. She gets so excited. We're ready to go. We go outside and she, and I go to my truck. She follows me and, ready and I to put go. her in and yeah, we ain't down the road three miles and she's sitting over there on her little blanket pillow. <laughs> Won't even raise her head up and just her eyeballs. Just look up at me. Just pissed. She knows dad's getting ready to drive. Getting ready to leave. Who knows how long. Gonna yeah. be gone again. Yeah. <laughs> James uh, Watson, go get we've got to re-rig some stuff, I guess, for tomorrow. I'm done. I already did it. Just one rod, one rod tied castle down in it. Dude, I got four drop shots tied on, a swim bait tied on, spy bait tied on, and I got two bait casting rods out and ready, jerk bait and a crank bait. Just in case. That's it. Just That's in it. case. Last time I was here, it was a whopper plopper and a chatterbait, and I mm-hmm. made the cut. Thought I murdered them because I did. When you get to come up here and throw a whopper plopper, it's freaking sounds fun. sounds terrible. I did that at Champlain oh one time. That was a good time. That was a good time, dude. I did that at Champlain too for Ooh. a Toyota a couple of years ago. Ooh. Unreal. They do not like. Uh-huh. They just hate it. <laughs> they just they hate do. everything about it. Yeah. They yeah, do. man. Such a but, those fisheries up there are so much fun. 
Well, dude, it's fun. well, go, hey, uh, hey, wait, go smash another thing. 22. Go smash 22 pounds tomorrow, would you? I will. I want everybody. Actually, to you don't need follow. to tomorrow. Hey, I will need to t- catch 20 tomorrow. But I want everybody to follow follow my house build. Ferguson is a sponsor of mine now. Imagine that. Helping me out with a lot of product in my house going in. Hayden Machinery helping me out with my house. A whole bunch. Beretta uh, Decking, Composite Decking Company. whole bunch. Just keep watching my social media as I build this monstrosity of a home i'm throwing all my savings into this thing it's like i'm 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 betting a farm on this house dude and my house that you've been to my current home will be a full-time night rental we got people in it right now i got people in it right now renting it it's going to be full-time for weddings and nightly rental dude getting the place all jazzed that up go. looking good dude, i gotta, yeah, I gotta my, come back to table rock this is my next. Hey, the Toyota Championship. I'm the guy. Here, here's who's guess who's sharing the room at my house at the Toyota Championship this fall. Okay, room Fat Todd has got to be one of them. I feel like Fat Todd is one of them. And yep. let's see, ish. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I'm gonna make them share a room. <laughs> They're like that one's empty, and I'm no, nope, it's not. That one's haunted. I just need live streaming all the time to listen to them out talk each other. <laughs> Dude, you ought to just you ought to just come in. And I like, think I might. I'm just going to mark that on the calendar and just do podcast nightly podcasts while they just fight yeah. with each other about who's got yeah. the best frog. <laughs> and then t- and yeah, and Tad going down, Fat Tad going down some rabbit holes. Like I'm, you know, I shouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. You know, but I. <laughs> But I'm going to tell That's you. So true. Way. And I'm like, no, I don't know if I want to. I'm going to. Yeah, we're going to talk about this, and we not talk about it at all. I was like, wait a second, I'm so confused. You, I don't Todd, like. I don't we? like your trickery, Todd. Yeah, he's like witchcraft. Yeah, he does. He performs some real, real trickery. I'm mean, like, man, my mind, my head's spinning. But hey, Brit, Are we here? Brit, we not just, here. Brit just keeps putting up with him, though. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's going to be fun. That dude. will be I fun. Got, that will be fun. I, I forgot who all stand. I got a house full, dude. House full. That sounds like a good time, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Well, James, so. James, James, James. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me on, Bill. I appreciate you, buddy. And uh, catch them up the rest of the week, would you? I will. Go make hey, a championship some- round. I will. You call me sometime soon. We'll we'll prank call Bill Taylor. I would love to do that. Actually, we should have done that this morning, but he's probably at church. We should have. He is at church. You know him. <laughs> I know that's right. All yep. right, James. Thank you, buddy. All right, thanks. Thank you, James. See you, bud. Worldwide Watson, everybody, right there. Um, just calling balls and strikes is what he does. I have a great time with James Watson. In case y'all were uh, wondering, every podcast that we've ever done is always like one of my favorite episodes, and and this one is. Uh, I think this is a very important topic in as, as far as the sport of professional bass fishing is concerned. And I know that's what this podcast is, is rooted in. And uh, it is, man. There's an integrity level that needs to be maintained, and we have gotten off of the tracks of that way too much in the last few years. But this this deal here from Cayuga is blatant. It was on camera. It's ridiculous. Something needs to be done. And the fact that these guys just get to go and fish the next event, I, I think there should be a, a suspension deal 
until everything gets sorted out, you shouldn't be allowed to compete for another hundred grand. It's just, it's not, it's just not fair to the people doing it the right way. It's just not. So thanks to James for, uh, for joining me. Thanks to y'all, the low lifers for tuning in again. Uh, July 3rd is my 40th birthday. That would be the next low lifer, low budget live podcast. And I'm not going to do one. I'm not going to do one. going to be on, on vacation with the fam. We leave in a couple days and, uh, but I promise you, we will try to get together later after the fourth, that same week. All right. For, for hopefully some live for hopefully some live. Go take you out with some Biloxi blues. I appreciate y'all very much week in and week out. I have a blast doing this and, uh, Thank you for everything you've given me. And I'll see y'all next time. That was really loud, by the way. See you. Happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.